Something, 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 something. It sounds like Australian Transformers Weekly. Hello, we are your first choice for Transformers News in Australia. We might be your only choice for Transformers News in Australia, but that means we are number one by default, the two greatest words in the English language. Hello, this is episode 114. We are recording live on the 7th of July, 2017. I'm Jason. Joining me tonight, we have Brad and Max. Say hi, guys. Hi, guys. The boys are back in town, yeah. No backup singers fail. No. <laughs> no. No, we're just not we're just not giving you that one. You were gone for a week so that you could do it. Feels like two. Well it is you have been, it has been two weeks since your last uh, since your last podcast appearance. But um no, you're in the tiniest hotel room in Melbourne, the tiniest and most expensive, may I add, hotel room um in Melbourne. You had a you had a family hotel room that had Two be- two beds and one child bed, and you couldn't move in it, and it cost you four hundred bucks for the night. Ladies and gentlemen, I've cheaped out and taking uh, Simon and other members of the club to events in the past. Um, I didn't cheap out on this. So I wanted the family to stay in what I thought was going to be a nice city view. Uh, we had a view of a uh, wall. Please no, say wall. It was no, a roof. Like no, it a was like a roof. square square hole in the building with all the windows from other rooms and you can just see down to the concrete below. Uh, there was blue sky above us. So yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, no location, location, location. <laughs> um, well, we've been about 10 minute walk to the convention. Uh, car park was 10 minutes the other way. But uh, we managed to get parking there. Anyway, Comic-Con. Yeah, we um, should talk about Comic-Con. How, how was it? How'd you go? Oh, that I don't think I've ever seen so many people in all my life. And yeah, um, so you were dressed in your Optimus Prime costume for a good portion of the weekend too. So I got to say, well done for that. There's there's lots of great photos of you looking surprised, looking overwhelmed, but most of all, looking knackered. There was some. Uh, there was a lot of shuffling sideways. Um, <laughs> it was unlike Nova. Um, I'll put this down to more the the event space, but there'd be times where it'd be patchy. You wouldn't have a lot of people, and then all of a sudden, flood. And uh, see, I, I found that happening. That, that's been happening at Nova again as well, because uh, it depends what sessions are on, and if you're, if especially if you're near some of the areas where those sessions happen, there yeah. are lulls. Like there, are, there are periods where there'll be no one come through for a while and then suddenly it's just like, oh my God, there's people everywhere. Yep. Yep. But it was great. Like I suited up, had uh, my son Dylan there as well in his Metroplex suit, which uh, definitely got more attention than what I did in my Prime suit, which <laughs> um, is will be a key for future events. Um, so basically because, I think it was more because, Dylan is, because Dylan is small, he looks like the master made Metroplex. <laughs> Well, the masterpiece Metroplex, if you will, but um, scale probably work out. Oh, mm-hmm. The way the way they're going with the uh, cartoon accuracy too. He's got no detail, so he's he's masterpiece all the way. Oh, but um, <laughs> yeah, I'll keep I'll keep doing it. Um, yeah, even even more so moving around. Um, me and uh... oh, that's. Oh, that's good. I thought you dropped out. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think. No, me, me and Alan Jones on the Saturday when the doors opened, we'd done a full work work around. I'd done some heavy, heavy mods 
on the suit after Nova so I could walk in it. Um, and Semi fixed some bugs, but uh, we walked around. It was good. We got up to near uh, Comic Con, had a full dedicated photo area with uh, backdrops. Oh, I, was, I was actually saying to people at um, Supernova that they need to actually have more interesting, um, more interesting surfaces to take photographs for cosplayers and stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm really glad yeah. to see someone doing that. If you've seen the Comic Con photos, you'll see people in the, the like the Guardians as a Starfield sort of galaxy background. There was one background that was very sort of for Cybertron G1 sort of the the desert with the rocks and all that. Anyway. Um, walk along and the young fella come up and sort of high-fived and got a couple of photos and one of the um, Comic-Con staff said, hey, hey, I bet you come across and stand in front of the uh, the banners. So we went over there and we're taking a few photos with him. I've done a couple of flying poses and whatever else to just try and <laughs> make use of the time there. But um, that was good. Definitely one, one good thing, just sort of high-fiving kids and... Uh, Making some memories. Did, did you find that a lot of kids actually recognize G1 Prime? Yes. So here's here's the thing, right? <laughs> we've, yep. been, we've been banging on about this for a while, about how um, kids have been growing up with the movies and so they're less likely to recognize G1 Prime. Now, I have a G1 Prime costume. Um, I wandered around a, a shopping center at Parramatta handing out flyers for Popcorn Uh uh, probably about 18 months ago, and I was I was dressed in my G1 Prime costume. More kids recognized G1 Prime than recognized anything, any other Transformers that are out there. It's kind of weird. Like, everything everything that we know about how the franchise works these days should say that they don't recognize that form of Prime, but they do. I wonder if it's more so. You have a look at all the characters across... Oh, okay, maybe not all. Prime's probably the least changed... Maybe like he's Maybe. always he's always kept that that sort of similar helmet, the chest with the windscreens and the grill. Maybe that maybe that's it. it might, anyway, we yeah. should uh, we should we should sort of get a move on with the podcast. What do you reckon? Is there any any other any other things to take away from Oz Comic Con? Just it was great um, talking to Simon. He's keen to do it again. I'd have to uh, change some things to do it again, but. Um, We've had a big boost in the club, which is good. Um, a lot of new members, and uh, it was definitely an experience. So, it definitely was an experience. I thought you were going to give us more than that, but yes, <laughs> hey, it, uh, is te- it is technically correct. It was an experience. Oh, I seen. This <laughs> is seen. a Transformers podcast. Yes, yes, yeah. this is. And there was no Transformers there much, but anyway. Oh, really? Yeah, fair enough. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Take Your Belt to Work Day. This has been an ongoing competition on the TCCA website and on the Facebook group. Every Wednesday is Take Your Belt to Work Day, and this week's week, this week's week, this this week is a week. This week's winner is uh, Jason Campy from Western Australia, who, um, although you can't see Soundwave, um, he won <laughs> he won with this pile of three D printed Energon cubes of which Starscream is uh, taking his fill. Now, I think he's actually got I think he's actually got more Energon cubes than I've got these uh, these little ones that came from KFC. Uh, there so there's um 
yeah, definitely, definitely a nice pile of cubes there. Um, and just the way that Soundwave is holding them, it works really well. So well yeah. done, well done, Jason. Now I don't actually have the. Um, so we, we we did a we did a bit of a random giveaway today in the group for one of the first fifteen winners for Take Your Belt to Work Day, and they got uh, was it an Armada Galvatron, Brad? Yeah, you should be able to scroll down. I can't. To, uh, it's just, it's just Richard, a photo. Haven't you got? No, oh, it's, it's just a photo. Site. Okay. <laughs> um, yes, we. Um, I've been hinting it last couple of weeks. We're going to give away a figure for those that have ended already. Um, congratulations to Richard. I'm going to say Birch. I'm sorry. I don't. <laughs> anyway, um, Richard, you've. Uh, you were drawn through the uh, random number generator to win, and you've won a Winter Seal box Amada Galvatron. So, I'll get that out to you next this week, and um, yeah, keep uh, keep posting your photos. Look for the post each week and uh, get in early because it seems the earlier you get in, the more likes you get. So, we're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from Vi Yonder? Let's talk about some news. Now, no, 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 no. <laughs> so one of the big things that has been happening in uh, Titans Returns speculation for the last couple of weeks was the sudden appearance of the Autobot and Decepticon clones in the last couple of weeks. And the apparent appearance of a single pack that contains two clones, one Autobot, one Decepticon. So last week we speculated that you would have to buy Chaos on Velocitron and Siege on Cybertron in order to get the in order to get um, one Autobot and one Decepticon clone, and then you would have to buy a forthcoming two pack to get the full set. Turns out you don't have to buy those large sets anymore. <laughs> this week we have news, but you, but you still do need to buy two sets if you want a full set, right? Um, surprise, surprise! Um, this week, this week we found out that there are Pounce and Wingspan, uh, Pounce and Fastlane in one set, and Cloudraker and Wingspan in another. One of these sets is exclusive to Walgreen, and the other is exclusive to Amazon. Yay! Question mark? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, big, no, 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 no big deal. So, um, they are listed for twenty three ninety uh, US dollars and will start shipping first of August two thousand seventeen. So just, uh, just under a month away. Yeah, so these guys are sort of like um, they're. I don't think they're deluxe size, are they? No, that, those elbows tell me legends, but they might be commander class. Uh, in like fact, taller legends. In fact, if I um, if I could blow this image up in anymore, it actually says Legends class. Oh, it does too. Okay, on the box, which is which is interesting because oh. initially when they first showed these off, they said that they were sort of the, the clients of our own scale, sort of separate. Well, so I, think, I, think they, I think they kind of are, but they're just classing them as legends because they need to put them in a bucket. Yeah, I suppose so. It's, I guess it's a bit like you know deluxe top spinners larger than you know all the other deluxes that they've got in the line so that's interesting they need to put it in somewhere mm. so much when those first when we start at um toy fair in november uh, november in february when we started seeing these photos of def- the blue one cloud cloud raker um 
No, it's not. That's the other That'd one. That'd be wingspan. His, thumb, his thumbs in the way. Wingspan. Um, wingspan definitely. Also, right now we're going to get a second clone, and it come out in the uh, in the second set. I specifically heard people say they're going to they're going to buy these sets just to get the clones. And now to, uh, Hasbro being Hasbro, we've seen this early in Combiner Wars where we've got Motormaster. Yeah, we this, this is a beautiful Motormaster, and then all of a sudden realizing no. We're going to sell the least favorable bots first and bring out the ones you really want. And that's sort of continued now into Combiner Wars with Octane, Blitzwing, everything else. But um, I, I, don't, I don't recall that really happening with Motormaster. Like, I, I think the, the bait oh, and yeah. switch from Hasbro in, uh, in Combiner Wars was releasing Scattershot and then releasing the Technobots as a full set. No, no, no. It started with Motormaster. Because there's people no. like, oh, Motormaster's, Motormaster looks like Prime. And then not not so much going after Motormaster going, I need to get Motormaster, but seeing Motormaster going, well, that's just a purple Prime. And then a couple of months later, getting the purple, the proper Prime. Um, I've got I've got no interest in these guys whatsoever. <laughs> Max, Max, are you, are you interested in... Are you interested in these clones? Like, there seems to suddenly be a lot of interest in them. I don't really know why. We were, yeah, talking, we were never... saying last week that the, the it's kind of ingenious that they've managed to come up with um, so many different alt modes for so many similar-looking Transformers. But, like... Well, yeah, they're all the mm. same mold, ostensibly, like, even between the Autobots and Decepticons. Mm. So, yeah, that's something I've always found it really cool about the clones. But they've never really been fleshed out characters of any sort as far as I can remember. So, yeah, it just doesn't really hold much appeal. But... Yeah, I kind of feel like putting four of these guys on the shelf might be a little bit much. So maybe that's why you get a two-pack with one Autobot and one Decepticon so they can at least fight. <laughs> hmm. yep. yeah, that's shall, we, uh, shall we move on? Let's. Okay. Transformers The Last Night, Voyager Class Scorn, who appears to have a melted face. What's why is it? Uh, Go on. <laughs> the um the dinosaur um on the front of his arm that looks weird. It does. Yeah. So look, it looks even weirder when you scroll up and you see this photograph of him, which you have to just keep oh! scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And now you can't see him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So there's a reason I went for that photo, right? Um, so Voyager Class Scorn, um, together with his weird face, which is even more evident in this shot, yeah. um, he's got an odd arm arrangement. He seems to have two arms on his uh, right. Well, the whole chest of Dino Mode is his arm. It doesn't split in two or nothing. Oh, it looks. Uh, look, can we just call it? It looks stupid. Oh, I had yeah, high hopes for this. Yeah, the... The only thing I could say that this has over the deluxe is, um, I guess, maybe articulated tail, and then in in photos later on, they specifically show that he has ankle tilts. So, but other than that... So do ankle tilts save this character? <laughs> uh, no, it's just... It's a really odd figure. Uh, this, uh, yeah, look... Maybe look, a stranger... It's a movie figure. No one yeah. really, no one really expects it to not be strange. But yeah, it's, spoiler it's alert: he's not even in the movie. Yeah, that's the thing. He's out of all the slug and Grimlock are in there. We yeah. at least had Drafe, but Scorn was completely absent. Yet he's the only one getting a new mold. 
and they were unchanged from Age of Extinction. So Grimlock yeah. and and whereas and figures. yeah, and Scorn is a perfectly good place. Whereas the other ones, actually, you could say that they need updates. So well, he's probably those... he's probably one of the best out of the Dinobots from Age yeah. Of so they said, all right, there's all these flawed figures here, but instead we're gonna upgrade in inverted quotes uh this one which everyone seems to quite like already you know you know you know what i'm saying if you um if you sort of like look at it side on and blur your eyes and imagine that a whole bits a whole bunch of bits come off it i'm sort of seeing a crocodile oh yeah yeah definitely yeah almost if you look at the if you think about like the head like almost like a gharial Hmm. Well, it's, it's Spinosaurus, so it's it's amphibian, crocodilian. So I, I, I will I will point out. Um, I don't like it. <laughs> I don't. I don't <laughs> is it just? I don't care. Is for it just me? Are they are they over trying to compare? Can, like, can I, someone please tell me what the fuck is going on with his face? He's just got a really <laughs> nice chin this time round. He's. Got no, he's got no, 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 he doesn't have, no, that's, no, he's got, it's like, a, a, he's got a void where his mouth and or face plate is meant to be. It's like someone's molded it and someone's fucked up the mold as they've made it. Actually, it's like, not, you know, let's not worry about it. Yeah, actually, I, if you look at it from sort of perspective, it's not a chin going out. It's, it's his like mouth. Like sort of a flat bit that's gone out and then they've sort of, Bent it inwards. You know what it's it like. Is, they right? sculpted a chin, then ran out of plastic. No, no. What, like what, it is, what it is is that he's had a run-in with Agent Smith in the Matrix, who said, "Mr. Scorn, how can you speak when you have no mouth?" <laughs> I was going to say he watched Man of Steel, but anyway, I'll, that's yeah, that's it, better. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's well, a, that's, well, a, that's also a Henry Cavill chin. Weaving has actually been in the movies, but yeah. Yeah. Um, also, just look at, looking at the older, the older scorn. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to move on from this story because, like, I don't like it. But the older scorn also has the stupid tail as well. Yeah. Oh, I love the tail. That's like and the tail's crazy. It's it's, it's, awesome. we're, we're, it's we're, just we're, a great design interest. We're at the point where they point out that he has ankle tilts and no one cares. No, yeah, it's got and very he's little got the, feet. He's, he's got that weird problem that a few figures seem to have of being, where... of being movie figures. No. <laughs> Yeah, there's, a weird, there's a few weird, weird figures like that. They all seem to come in similar packaging <laughs> somehow. <laughs> so like, sort of, his um, ankles tilt more the wrong way than they actually do as an ankle tilt. Yeah. Hey, do you reckon he's got his? Uh, do you reckon they've put his feet or his legs on the wrong side? No, they they wouldn't have. But uh, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I, yeah. That's the thing with generations. Why, why do why do his feet? Problem. Why do his feet look like the lamp from Aladdin? Because uh, that's sword hmm. knights. Knights had pointed toes, so I could get into the. No, 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 they didn't. That's the court jesters. <laughs> nice try, though, Brad. He's just so violent. He needs spiked feet. I don't know. Okay, there we go. Um, they're aping Logan, and there's uh, X twenty three. I was going to say aping. Knives in the feet. Aping. Scorn has knives in his feet. He's the. Uh, badass little girl of the last night. Did Again, you, not you in the film. Tell Scorn that he's a badass little girl because, yeah. like, <laughs> I will, I will be about five miles. Badass little girl. 
Okay. No, he didn't react. He didn't hear you. Um, also, he actually has an Autobot logo on him. Mm. It seems to be something of a rarity in this line. It's a curiosity okay, piece. I'd like to get it, but it's not a film character, and that's what I'm going for at the moment. So, shall we talk about one that is? Yeah, let's let's go Just there. One one quick point is that the uh, the Dino modes between two the Voyager towers over the Deluxe in robot mode, but the Dino modes are practically the same size. Kinda. Uh, I think that I think there's a there's an obvious size difference when they're side by side, right? You you can you can see that. There's a mass yeah. difference. Yeah. Yeah, mass difference. There's some holes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there are a few gaps. A lot gapier. Yeah. So, um, Nick Nitro. So this is so this this figure has been credited by TFW as Nitro's use, but I believe he's only actually referred to as Nitro on the um in the packaging now. Um, WTF? Yeah, who, we, who knows? We've seen before the movie coming out, and we'll yeah again Nitro. I don't know why they dropped the Zeus. Well, it's yeah, another... Was this actually a character that we... I, I remember looking at it and going, that's actually got quite an impressive amount of detail on it with his missiles on his back and everything. Um, yep. Still looking pretty nice, actually. And that's, a, that's yeah. a pretty nice alt mode. This is the kind of alt mode that like, we never used to see on the, on the figures, although like, you can tell that there's just... You can tell he basically just folds up under his alt mode, right? I mean, to be fair, Doesn't what are you going to do with that design in that alt mode? Like, mm. but, almost say they've done a good job, like just given what they have to work with. But you look in that robot mode, there's no physical wings. You haven't got like wing backpack. I saw and... it pointed out the other day that you know those little pods on his back? Yeah. That's his wings folded up into those two pods. The round round things yeah. that look like jet intakes. Okay. That's that's interesting. I think you find the wings are below them. Are you sure? All right. Well, you, uh, how, are you to, how are you going to turn wings into those round things with circles in them? Yeah. You look on the pictures of of the wings. There's a whole bunch of seams running down them. And yeah, then, yeah. So they fold they fold up and they become that. Yeah. Underneath them, and they so hinge back out. That becomes the front of them once they fold up. All right. Um, but. I, the interesting thing here is this is Darker Moon Shockwave skeleton with some bits on it. So they've completely gone from a tank or from a H-tank to a jet. And that jet has got some of the least robot kibble we've seen in any movie jet. To ki- so you, you say this jet has some of the least robot kibble. What the fuck is that? Don't turn, don't turn it upside down. God damn it. <laughs> That front on, when you look at the front on one, like it's just you got the shoulders at the front, although I think it's his hips. Anyway, no, it's just look, 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 look fair enough, but mm, yeah. yeah. Uh, I will not remolding. Be, I will not be buying it. Max, will you? I probably just on account of fact that I was indifferent towards the character, but the trick of folding up the wings into those little pods is pretty much going to suck me in. Engineering's got you. I enjoyed his role in the movie, so I'll be getting this. You know, um, there was one thing that I saw earlier. Um, someone actually took the head off this guy and replaced it with the uh, Thunderwing oh. Titan Master. And I, and I put to you, that is a pretty good, pretty good look for a, uh, for a Thunderwing. Oh, I thought it was a Cogman reference. 
Nope. Boo. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that was the point when I said Thunderwing. Yeah, I know. That's where I dropped. <laughs> um, yeah, so no, this guy with the Thunderwing headmaster from Titans Return. Pretty good. Pretty good. So, yeah. Um, and this guy's a deluxe, right? Voyager. Is Voyager? Oh, God. Yeah. He, he's shipping with Scorn. He's, he's not worth the $50. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, nah, I'll be looking for 35 40 I would be looking at him for nothing. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know me with movie figures, so fair enough. Toys R Us, for some reason, has managed to announce that they have a uh, San Diego Comic-Con masterpiece, Optimus Prime, and that is not that figure and all that figure. So whatever, I've messed that part of the run sheet up, so let's just stay here. You know what? We don't actually need to be... Um, we don't really need to see it because I think we all know what Masterpiece Optimus Prime looks like. Is that uh, same all right? No, it should be STCC. Yeah, STCC S from Toys R Us. Oh, yeah, it's a re-release of MP10. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay. we all we all know what we all know what MP10 looks like. Uh, we all so like I, when we looked at this figure, I didn't really see that much that was new. But there will no. be a new batch of MP10s in the world for San Diego Comic-Con if you are looking for one. If you're one of the three people on the planet who doesn't currently have an MP10 mold, you might, you'll have a chance to get one now. Speculation alert. Last, last time, MP10's going up for sale. You watch. This is it. Ooh, last chance yeah. to get the MP10. We're going to get a, re a reveal of a new MP Prime very soon. Yeah, it, it's got to be MP50. 50? No, it'll be 40. It'll be, it'll be <laughs> so now we'd be a 50. <laughs> it'll be 40. Before I'm, I'm, 40. Not so, I'm, so, I'm not saying it'll be soon, but I'm saying when we get to 50, it'll be prime. No, nah, no. Nah, they've, they've got MP10 on sale again now. They're, they're bringing in every penny they can. They've, they're remolding. Anyway. We will see. We'll see. So, um, yeah, if you're going to San Diego Comic Con, Get yourself a Hasbro Masterpiece Optimus Prime. Yeah, so Transformers Legends December releases. So Takara is bringing out a Legends set at the end of the year that has um, has God Bomber and Jinrai in it and has a couple of new Headmasters, Smurver and Cab. And if you, um, if you are fooled by that, then sure, go for it. If you want more headmasters, <coughs> there's a few. And in fact, you can just you, you can see them inside the um, inside the cab there as well. And oh, look at them all sitting in there. <laughs> it's awfully nice. It's awfully nice to have a uh, have a figure with um, space for three space for three Titan Masters. It's a Megazord. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. All right. Um, yeah, yeah, sorry. I got a little bit confused over that one because uh, what I'm seeing on screen does not necessarily match up with the run sheet. But uh, mm. yeah. So anyway, those are, those, are the, uh, those are some of the releases for December for Takara Legends. And we've also found out this week that this dude is getting a re-release as well. This is MP10B Black Convoy. Um, he's up for pre-order now for how much, Max? Uh, I've seen hit ranges around HLJ has him for 120 AUD and 
I ordered mine from PC for eighty five dollars. So right. Nice. It, it'll probably come in like a year's time, but eighty five dollars for MP ten DA bad. Yeah, that, yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, dice. Um, obviously, I already have one, so I won't be participating in that. <laughs> um, yeah. So, look if, if you haven't if you haven't uh, if you haven't set your eyes on Masterpiece Nemesis Convoy before, um, he's got his he's got a Decepticon symbol. He's got the, he's got evil red windows, and there's sort of a there's a bit of bit of blue shot through his um through his uh, arm highlights and his and his waist there as well so um yeah it's yeah, and he's got a little bit of a floppy leg too <laughs> it's an it's an impressive looking it's an impressive and really quite evil looking uh recolor of prime so um yeah no more more power to it and i think especially in a year where um i've worked my, i've written myself into a corner now so i'm going to say this i think it's about time we it's about time we drop the uh, no spoiler stuff for movie discussion. So, well, especially given that it was it, the, the, the movie. The movie has been out for a good three, two, three weeks now. So, sorry, but we are going to start talking about movie spoilers. Especially given that Nemesis Prime is in the movie, it seems appropriate to re-release the masterpiece figure that doesn't quite carry the name because it is Black Convoy, but it is Nemesis. <laughs> Bit of a difference. <laughs> Not really that much. <laughs> And in fact, does this one? I'm not sure if this one has a matrix or not. I think he does. He's got he like, has a, like dead matrix. He's got like an evil matrix or something. Yeah, it's like just a sort of flat gray, I think. Oh. Or he doesn't have one at all. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yes, Jason, you. I think you're supposed to have a matrix there. Yeah, I think I, I think I am. It's, <laughs> it's actually. It, it might still be in the box, actually. Uh, okay. I'll, yeah, it doesn't come in the figure. No, fair enough. So um, let's just just check that. Yep, there we go. Because under my desk there is a blister pack, and, <laughs> and sorry about that noise on the microphone there, but uh, there you go. There's a there's a dead matrix. It's got a big um, big bit of red in the middle of it. So yeah, dead red matrix. That rhymes. Blood red. And that uh, that's your masterpiece uh, MP10B re-release that's coming out. Transformers Tribute Class. Now, uh, not Tribute Class, but Transformers Tribute, which we suspected when we were looking at the Prime, the, the Prime Two Pack a couple of weeks ago, might be the replacement for Transformers Platinum. Looking at this, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm really buying it as a replacement for Platinum. Like, I feel like some of this packaging is pretty rough around the edges. So, like, if it's replacing Platinum, it's really coming down market. But um, this is a redeco of was it Movie One Prime? Yep. Yeah, yeah, so very firstly do they put out. It it does seem like Transformers Tribute might just be an Optimus Prime subline at this point. Mm. I don't yeah, know. I look forward to anything the, else. I look forward to the Thor Cybertron Prime pack. Um I'm I'm in for this more just for the uh, alt mode. I think the uh, 07 movie has the best alt mode of the the whole um, original trilogy and I'd love to get this just for its uh, alt mode to have on display. Hmm. Yeah, fair enough. With the movie masterpiece when it comes out. <laughs> so uh, on the, we are looking at the we're looking at the um, the picture from the back of the box since two thousand and seven. Hmm. 
Uh, fans have witnessed epic Transformers action unfold on the big screen with legendary warrior Optimus Prime <laughs> leading, leading, mm, there you go, leading the Autobots in the battle to protect Earth. That, that, that's fair enough. I'll give them that since 2007 because like, that, was the, that was where this figure um, debuted on the big screen. So fair enough. It's okay. And it started the live action movie line. So yeah. Did, yeah, that's fine. We're not bitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not sure that we actually have a price or a release date for Transformers Tribute, although given that someone's got an in-hand photo of the box, even if they are in China, um, then you can probably assume that it's coming out soon. It can't be too far just, away. I'm yeah, just the, um, That two-pack is out overseas already, so... Yeah. You can expect... Oh, cool. I, wonder, I wonder if we're actually... I wonder if we're actually expecting to see Transformers Tribute come to Australia. I don't know. Well, um, I guess we will find out in the next couple of months, won't we? Is it, is, so, Brad, you're 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 up for this figure? For in old mode, yeah. So you yes. so you, so so you're up for this figure? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Cool. Max. I just don't. I just don't see the reasoning behind it, to be honest. Well, if you've already got the original, then yeah. fair enough. Um, I've got the... If you want it but can't find it because it's 10 years old, fair enough. It's a reissue. It, it's a but reissue then, in what looks like nicer colours, so... Yeah, but then if you've got the age, uh, Revenge of the Fallen one, it's a far superior robot node. Um, yeah, but, and they just, just put out a masterpiece as well. So. And and in that, yeah, the, mo- the movie Masterpiece one takes that Revenge of the Fallen mould, just... Bats it out of the park, so it's so it, it it all it all comes down to what you're looking at collecting out of the figures. Hmm. If you want, if you want a, a definitive air quotes masterpiece prime, then you'll go for that movie masterpiece one. That that is the best master, the best prime we've got out of the line for the movies, all right. apart from Weijing oversized Age of Extinction Evasion Mode Prime. And also, there was a lot of love for Evasion Mode Prime in the fourth movie, but it was the fourth movie. It was only a few years ago. So this is, a, it is, it is important to remember it is the 10th anniversary of um, the Transformers series. On big, fair enough? Yeah. Let's have a look at something else. Uh, TFCon has announced that there will be a show, there will be another show-exclusive Ocular Max figure. Um, last year, they had the stealth version of Sphinx, and... This year they've got a, a Dakar Rally commemorative um, commemorative design for uh, Terrigus, which is their uh, their trail trailbreaker. Now he's using Diaclone and Diaclone inspired colours, I believe, and it looks like he's got his own face sculpt as well. And I reckon he looks pretty damn good in that yellow. It look- it's just such an odd choice, but God, it looks nice. It really looks nice. There's a lot of chrome going on there as well. Like, I kind of feel I might like I might like to sort of go out and get this. So, I think I'll be before I think, I pr- I'm going to be looking looking to people going to TFCon Toronto to um, pick one up for me. Yeah, before I praise the bot, <laughs> a high lux of the Decker rally. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's uh, it's a bit kind of it's a bit kind of weird. It's it's almost yeah. like they sort of looked at their looked at their range and they're just sort of like, yeah, stickers, add what, stickers what, to what, it. What, what what could possibly be in a rally? <laughs> that aside, I love it. Just I love the color. I love, yeah. I love everything about it. The Cylon head. It's a good mold to start with, isn't it? 
Yeah, yep. That head sculpt is just deliciously retro sci-fi. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. In the back there's just tons of screw holes, so you're best not looking. But so, um, let's look, just look, look at the poses that you can you can get these guys into. Like, they're, they're they fantastic. Look really natural. Mm -hmm. They really do. Yeah. So yeah, um, I'm I am quite a fan of the mold, I must say, and so it's it's nice to see them find another use for it, really. Yeah. And no, of course, the, get... the, other, the other thing is that they do photograph quite well. Mm. Oops, that's. No, I need to get. Thing. I need to get Trail Breaker first before I look at getting repaints. I thought you already had this guy. No, I've got the hoist, not the oh, Trail Breaker. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Anyone got one? Message me, please. I need to buy it. <laughs> I need it. Fair enough. All right. Um, yeah, well, I'm just looking at his looking at his stickers. He's actually got the uh, the Ocular Max logo and RMX Perfection Series, which is the. Um, oh look, my computer wants to restart. I might just do that uh, tomorrow. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you, Apple. That was lovely. Uh, yeah, Good no, so the stickers are, yeah, Perfection Series, which is the uh, Ocular Max um, Masterpiece imprint. So that's a neat little callback. Yeah. Yeah. No, everything is saying if that, that bot's doing is just ticking boxes. Mm-hmm. Totally. It's just, it's just a money thing at the moment and in need of Trailbreaker before I go to uh, repaints. You know what? I would actually suggest to you that if you can get one of these, I would get it because you saw what's yeah. happened to the Stealth Sphinxes on the uh, on the secondary market. Very good point. Yeah, I, I would go for this first. Flame Toys has uh, been showing off some of their figures in Hong Kong at uh, Anime Expo and included the reveal of an officially licensed Tarn figure. Now, they're not they're not transformable figures, and so. They have the ability to. They have the ability to, uh, you know, sort of beef up these characters and give them more of their comic proportions without really having to, you know, figure out how to make them transformable. So, Tarn looks really impressive, and you can see you can see the the Tarn wireframe on the left, and you can see the Drift wireframe on the right. Now, Drift is their first item that's going to be released, and there he is in a particularly low res photograph thank you tfw but um and there's and uh, there's his redesign so like one drift always has appeared somewhat uh somewhat manga inspired and so this certainly amps that up but it looks really impressive and you know what if you display your bots in bot mode no one will notice if the if this guy doesn't transform he looks really yeah. good good point yeah, it's, it's not like Drift's a character with a particularly iconic alt mode to start with. So Just a fast car. Yeah, you're not losing yeah. out on much. Yeah, Is absolutely. That... He does actually look like he I... might transform into Speed Racer from this figure. I think he beats Optimus Prime for the biggest hip thrust forward. <laughs> He's lunging I don't know, thing. It's okay. Optimus Prime, <laughs> Optimus Prime will have another shot at it within a couple of months. Tarn yeah. seems to have the uh, seems seems to have the same proportions in his wireframe there as well. Yeah. And this is yeah, and this is great because they've been able to put the money, design work, engineering into detail and everything else for this bot, and not have to worry about it having to transform. Which, again, 
I'd love to see a series of non-transformable, cartoon-accurate bots. Do you, you, mean, you, mean you, want, you want action masters? Yeah, I want action masters, but masterpiece action masters. Anyway, <laughs> this looks good. I've got no interest in Tarn or this. But you know Robert what? If they, if, 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 they don't, if they do well, you might see some other characters come out of them as well. And I've got no problem with that whatsoever. Yeah, I would love yeah. this line to continue because... But these guys look like they're doing amazing work. Yeah, they do look. They good. do. They look. They look very detailed. They look like they look like they've got some super detailed uh, paint finishes in there, and um, yeah, they look great. Time we had a little bit of a chat. So as we uh, as we pointed out earlier in the show, Transformers: The Last Night has been out for a little while now, and. Brad has finally been able to see it. So instead of us describing the movie to him in um, in over Facebook Messenger and him asking weird questions about it, he has actually partaken of it. So Brad, what, what was what was your experience of the last night? And I think Max, you saw it, you saw it a little bit late as well. You've also seen it this week, was that? I, I, I no, I saw it opening day. It's just that this will be official opening day. It's just that mm. for some reason. Sort of just came out everywhere early. No, that's fine. No, you're, you're, you're in you're in Adelaide, so it's you know a couple of weeks, a couple of weeks, couple of weeks, couple of months, couple of years late. You know. Yeah. No, you stayed on the Friday night and wasn't on for the show, so yeah, that's why I didn't say it. I was the late one to the to the part here. Mm. So, Brad, um, you you want you want to catch up with the rest of the planet, and you've got some thoughts on the last night now. There's been a lot of stuff that we've talked about with this movie, including relative quality of the movie in terms of enjoyability versus whether or not it's actually a good film. And um, we've also had, there's been a lot of discussions going in the group over whether or not the film is actually intended for particular groups of people. So you had some thoughts. Um, let, let, let's let's talk about the film as a whole rather than specific parts of it. But um yep. What, what, what's your impressions of the movie? Well, thank you. I think the uh, one of the biggest spoilers I got off you guys was the purple unicorn, which was good. Ignore. Um, <laughs> and that's, that's, that's one of those things. Like, what makes crap... It, a lot of people sort of comparing it to sort of other... I'll use air quotes here because this is just opinions. Shitty films like, say, Suicide Squad. Um, personally... I didn't like Suicide Squad. I've got no relation to the characters, don't know who the characters are. Um, so I didn't necessarily like the film. You can have counters to that saying, right, if you don't know the characters, you're not expecting much. It might be a shit film, but Iron Man sort of proved a lot of us wrong. Whereas I didn't know who Iron Man was and it was a good film. There's that bar people... Even most, like most Transformers fans, would have a better understanding of what's going on going into these films than non-fans. A lot of a lot of movie reviews I've heard of people sort of not up with the series, going and watching it. What the hell's happening? What's this doing? What's that doing? And just not enjoying themselves whatsoever. Even some uh, some stating that's the worst film they've ever seen. Yeah, I, I actually think in terms of in terms of Transformers fans, there's actually a lot of fan service in this in this movie that it doesn't get credit for. 
amongst fans. Like people have been saying for literally five films now, fucking do Unicron. Unicron is now there. He's been name dropped and there's been a little bit of story dropped on it. So yeah, and then now people are just like, Oh, you didn't you didn't do Unicron the way I wanted it to. Well you you didn't say that. You but, just said that you wanted Unicron in it. So now you got it. There you go. Well well with that, Unicron they took they um sourced it from personally my favourite Transformers cartoon, Transformers Prime. And when well, so they, haven't, stories, they haven't really no. pulled the trigger on that yet. That no, there, no. There's hints that they may go in that direction, but I expect that the movies are going to be different. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I'm really happy they've gone in that direction. Like, I feel like that's the best way they can do Unicron because you can still show his robot mode in a flashback or something, but then you all... If you have Unicron as being Earth, then you have this sort of, you know, moral dilemma. It's like, you know, do you destroy Earth uh, to kill Unicron? So, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they they done it all in Prime, whether or not it's going to diverge much from that or if they're going to just copy copy and paste, which I'll, I'll admit right now. Most of the movies are cartoon plot points, plot lines, everything else jumbled together in a movie. There's not there's not too much we've seen in the films that hasn't been done in the cartoons already with their own little spin. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> we've seen all this shit before, people. If you don't like it, then it's obviously the bot designs. Um, there's still the bait hate out there. Bumblebee next year will prove that right or wrong. I still think you take the explosions and uh, Bay's military porn out of it and these films will be dull. You still got the same writers, the same product, the production crew, all that same shits in play here. Um, there was also comments. Um, people, I think Kathleen was saying how she didn't understand what was going on with the story. I think John said it as well. I, I think, I, I think, felt- I think the main comment was that the first half of the movie was rushed and. It seemed like there were there were, there was a large number of logical leaps being taking place in the first half of the movie. Then once everything sort of settled down and they went to went to the, um, the UK, it became much more straightforward. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the movie yeah. was sort of just stuff and things, explosions, events. This happened, that happened. You know, it wasn't really structured. It's like Act One, Act Two, Act Three, Act Four. Then like Act One, Act Three, Act. Five, Act Two, it just jumps around. It's like all of us, you know, it's got this really weird structure to it. Yeah. And I ask you, Max, have you ever seen Mockle Bay do an interview? Uh, I, because I recall he'll, he'll him talk not about, being very good in the interviews. <laughs> he'll talk about one thing and then without any provocation, without any whatever, he'll just suddenly go into something else it, it, and then come it, back. Is this a Michael Bay interview or a Donald Trump interview? Uh, t- uh, to quote hey. Anthony Hopkins for the second time in two in shut up as many shut podcasts. Up. Shut up! <laughs> well, it's both, really. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the man, I loved loved everything he done on screen. You mean Cog- Just- Cogman or Anthony Hopkins? Oh, and, and, yeah, Hop- yeah, Hopkins, Cogman. The the whole loved Cogman. Whole Cogman doing the opera and the, the score behind. If Anthony Hopkins didn't bring it up, I, I thought it wasn't as subtle. I thought 
are going off what everyone said. It's like you hear someone in the background doing an opera or whatever else. It's not. It's blaring in the sound, surround sound as if it's the score. No, no, no look, I, I, th- I think, I think it's just a bit of an in joke, really. It's a joke that has often been done. I switched on Blazing Saddles the other day, and there's, you know, there's of course there's the the sheriff riding through the desert with this stirring orchestral score, and then he rides past the orchestra and stops and tips his hat to the conductor, and it's like, you know, <laughs> it's this. We've seen this joke before. It's just that it's quite amusing every time it's done, and. When it's been, when it when it's done by characters bickering at each other, um, you know, it's 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 fun and um, ultimately it's maybe a little bit indulgent, but whatever. Yeah, uh, you yeah. generally you genuinely did get the idea that like An- like Anthony Hopkins said, he enjoyed himself making this movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's, he's just looking at him in every that. scene. He's in, in this uh, like McLaren F one. Waving the middle finger at people, swearing his head <laughs> off. It's just fantastic. It's a pity him and Simmons weren't on the same stage. So, 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 so John, John Turturro literally phoned his performance in for this movie and did not share screen time with anyone. Like they must have just set him up on Perfect. a yeah they, they they set him up in a some beachside suburb in Miami and they're like yeah this this will do for no, Cuba whatever they went they went to Cuba <laughs> they reported Transformers 5 filming in Cuba they went there really to film that wall and that payphone <laughs> they went there <laughs> dear idea but yeah so you wasted so it, no look so yeah Totoro unfortunately didn't actually get to act off anyone in this movie but yeah and also no one really knows why he knows this shit either yeah, it's it's always okay. He's already researching next plot point for the next film. I just I just love having him back, being so important in the first trilogy, having Wheelie back again in his limited role, not really doing a lot, just sort of adding to comedic comedic sort of stuff around the junkyard. Um, it was good having those two back. Um, I think one thing that came up with uh, Megatron wanting his crew and uh, two of those crew getting killed off pretty quickly, but um, the rest of the Decepticons stay around. So, so you, you do have it. You've got a series of things that goes through about a page in the run sheet. Um, do you want to do you want to just go through some things uh, as a sort of like quick quick fire points? What do, what do you what do you want to bring? Well, up? this 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 is a, this is an important one. Um, Having the Decepticon warrior troops, whatever, no name, no name, act, no name characters, real guns, real bullets, real lasers, everything else. This isn't G one where they just sit there and go pew 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 at each other and not retreat. We're getting overrun. No, there's still, there, was still damage. Very good, there was still a very good Decepticons retreat in there from Megatron. Oh so yeah, that yes, was pretty exactly. Good. Yep, it was very good. But it's sort of if since the first movie, it's sort of who I got com- combating with each other. You need, if you're going to show death, you need to show nameless warriors getting blown up and whatever else. Otherwise, by this point, there'll be no, there'll be no hound, no. Oh, okay, Ironhide, Ratchet. Oh god, they're gone. Uh, <laughs> Jazz nut, Jazz is gone. Okay. For example, but um, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not really sure where that was. Uh... Going. Yeah, um, but you may, you, if you're going to show casu- casualties of war, like people dying because of real gunfire, 
you need a faceless army. And that's why you're going to sit there and shoot cons. I, I, I think the I think the problem is that a lot of a lot of movies actually have faceless armies, and like when it comes to showing like when it comes to showing the horrors of war, we're all sick of seeing it because we all know that every single three D rendering program under the sun can generate countless members of your army for you. Yeah, but they done that Dark of the Moon, uh, Revenge of the Form, where they brought Barricade and. Um, Bar- not Bar- yeah, and other bots back that were models from the first movie just to have armies in the desert. It's just if if they had a uh, an Astro Train bot and he got shot and died straight away, and oh, they wasted Astro Train where it could have just been a random bot. Cybertron, I don't know what was going on there. How it didn't how it didn't seem to be a planet. It was a it was a planet size. <laughs> Captain JPL kept on saying it's a planet. I hate that guy, but um, <laughs> it just seemed like a crust held together by something, vines. Yeah, it's 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 not entirely it's not entirely clear. Um, it's not entirely clear what has happened to Megatron because, as uh, as was pointed out by someone in the discussion group this week, last time we saw Cybertron, it actually seemed kind of all right. <laughs> Apart from being stuck back in the space bridge, (laughs) sure, but but it was it was it didn't look like this. No, it it got destroyed, but it got destroyed in a completely different fashion. Mm -hmm. And some of the CG when it starts impacting Ireland around the uh, Stonehenge, the CG does not hold up at all. yeah, I, I actually I saw your point about that. I'm not really sure. I'm not sure I agree. Like I, I think it's that's the kind of thing that we have no visual frame of reference for what that would look like. And so when you see that, your brain is just like that's that's not real. That doesn't look realistic at all. But like um, I, didn't, just, I, just I, didn't, I didn't I didn't I didn't spot any I didn't spot any obvious like unfinished cg or or anything like that like it's like they've gone out and they've gone out and had a legit go at it um you know they're like there's there's visual artists who are employed and they've had a go at things like the focus on the pieces as in the distance as they scrape across and you know as they as they destroy hong kong and as they destroy egypt and stuff um it is this. It that is was this, fine. It, it it is just this thing. Like I feel like it's because it's unfamiliar and there's no there's no basis in reality for it. Yeah, that was fine. It was more so I, when they realised parts were starting to fall and they're getting crushed, so they start running away from it, and it's just sort of coming down and laying across. It just yeah, no, sure. just, I, just I, I reckon. I, I feel like in that case is like when when you've got actors running from things, it's sort of like they've gone in the script. They're just like. Visual effects artists go nuts and just try to make it match up roughly with what the people are doing on screen. Thanks. Blur it a bit because you're going to be out of focus because mm-hmm. you're going to be focusing on the characters. Um, also, can you put a sunset there? <laughs> <laughs> or a sunrise. Good point, good point. Um, one thing I did definitely love was uh, when they went up, they put the Ospreys into Lockdown's old ship to get into the uh, get to Cybertron. And then um, they're going to do the jump. They're at 20,000 feet. The Ospreys are only good for 12,000 feet, which means they're just going to glide in. So, <laughs> which so that's, so that's a exactly, gliding helicopter. 
but so they they called that out and they actually said, look, that's not going to work. Um, oh yeah, no, no. Anyway. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not calling out hmm. the BS. I'm calling like they they were going to still go out of lockdown ship, knowing that they're pretty much a brick with windmills on their on their wings, yeah. like. There was yeah, no like, like, like they, they they yeah they they knew and they specifically called it out and said look you know we know this is not going to work but um but also uh, the characters who are actually in it are like yeah you, this is going to be a really rough landing so you, you better be ready for it yeah strap in this is going to be hard that's like realism <laughs> realism hmm uh, all right let's, let's, let, 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 let's try and wrap oh. it up um squeak oh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna squeaks was barely in it which was surprising considering how much he was advertised as it um blah 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 um now you shit. also said you also said that you didn't hear the f-bomb now you actually went to an early oh. screening oh now I, I so this is why i'm actually wondering whether or not they whether or not there's a different sort of different edits for different times of day but so you didn't hear the F-bomb. So at the end of the battle in the final fight, when Squeaks was tasked with going up and blowing up the gun encampment, what did he say when he reached the gun encampment? It was like, whack, yeah. It was, uh, you, I, I, you could sort of, <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't a definitive F. No, no, no. It, wasn't it, wasn't, it, was really, it was really modulated and it was really hard to. But it, it was, was definitely, definitely an F-bomb. Okay. All right. It didn't pick up on it. I think the the whole Megatron with red face paint. I think when you see Prime get that on when he gets corrupted, I think that's a perfect example to say right, it's happened before and Megatron's got it because the whole film here has got that red face paint on his arm on his face and he's working for Confessor. How? So so this is your theory that um, Megatron yes. has encountered Quintessa before and before the start of the movie. Now, I'll take Megatron. I want to take a little. I want to take a little bit of a little bit of a step back away from that. Now, you said that this is how he knows about the staff, right? You've said that. I know. I, I know where you're going that. with this. Yes. Yep. Uh, maybe you do. Maybe you don't. Now, I don't think there's actually any particular secret about the staff amongst Transformers, because the, when the trader turns up to the junkyard. He sees the knights of the knights of uh, icon coin that Cade has in his possession, and he's just like, "Holy shit! If that's here, then it is the end of days that's coming, and it is time to get off the planet." You said trader, the trader, trader, trade, the, tra- the, the trader, trader, day trader. Yeah, day it's a tra- it's a trader. People have already corrected you about this on Facebook. Okay. Why do you bring it up right. again? He's a trader. He trades in items. He's, okay. uh, yeah, I know. His name is Day Trader. Yeah. Okay. Good to have icon reference. Yeah, yeah, but but so this is yeah, the thing. Actually, right? but the, the Transformers know about this legend, and they know that when this coin or medallion or whatever turns up, that it has come from the last night of Cybertron. And if that's on Earth, then the last night has come to Earth, and that is the beginning of the end. So Megatron's aware that the last night has arrived in the ship because he sent Barricade out to yeah. get the medallion, which he didn't, and he which he didn't, and, 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 and fire. Yep, yep, yeah, he, yeah, he, he, you know, set a few things on fire in his rage. But so I, I'm not, I'm not really entirely sure that. Um, I'm not entirely sure that Megatron's encountered Quintessa to find out about the staff because I think, 
I kind of feel like all the Transformers just know about it. Well, it's more so for the uh, the sudden change in form, and that uh, like if she's got the power to grant someone a new body, like we've mm-hmm. seen, which yeah, I know it's loose. Because how there's, does there's, how there's a, truck... a lot of logical jumps in your theory? Yeah, how does a truck go to space? Okay, I do. Um, I, so I, I do like the fact that it actually like there, there is obviously something going on with the red the red markings on the side of Megatron's face, and we don't really know what. I kind of actually like the fact that it's not explained. Maybe it's maybe they'll they'll you know come around and circle it, circle around and fix it up later on. It leaves yeah, but... it open for the whatever whoever's writing the next movie to you know answer it however they want. But not only that, we've you you could point to countless movies where stuff like that's left up to fan speculation. Um, if it's picked up in future films, it's picked up. If not, it happened. That's it. It's there. Think about it. What you will. Whatever else. I don't um, think I don't think it's really going to be the um, subject of that much speculation. Though it's just it's stuff that's happened in the movie. Yeah. The, the thing also is that by doing that, Nave been able to put Megatron in the position that he's in for this movie, but it 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 doesn't have. It's not necessarily the position that the character would otherwise take. So you can. So it's using him as a narrative device rather than as the character himself. Hmm. Yeah. The Tie Fighter drones they had a perfect a perfect use. There's a reason why they look like Tie Fighters. So get over that. Um. The 400 BC opening. What, why do you why do you say 400 BC? Wasn't it 400 BC? It was England the 80. Dark Ages? Yeah, but 1600 years later, which would be 400 try BC. Try, try maths. <laughs> One yeah. six nine. No, no, what well, not working? Anyway, <laughs> this 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 whole opening sequence um, with the battle on the the battlefront. It was Bay's darkest hour. What? If I could call it that. What? That was the day that Bone Crusher died. We reported. What? We reported in probably episode sixties. Who died? What? Bone His Crusher. Dog. His dog. Oh, okay. Yeah, Michael Bay's dog Bone Crusher died. He was not in a good state. Yet he turned up on set with four hundred extras on horses, pyrotechnics ready to blow. Awesome. And said, "We're going to do this," and he'd done that opening sequence. Now he'd pitched to Paramount a few years ago that he wanted to do a sort of that era movie, but they denied and said, "No, nah, we're not giving you the money for it." And instead, we now have um, uh, what's the what's the that I'm playing again in thirteen what, hours? But what's the King Arthur one that's out now? Uh, oh, it's, um, Guy Ritchie. Yeah, whatever. Um, Actually, apparently, pretty good from what I hear. Yeah, but it's like the critic. It's like panned by critics, but all the audience reviews say it's really cool. So. Well, that's we've never had a good King Arthur movie, so it's it's already fighting, fighting that. But um, if uh, if Paramount want Bay back for seven, then they have uh, here's here's some money. If you want to go and do your own little uh, sword and sandals movie, here's some money for it. As long as you come back for seven. This is Bayzin. This is Bayzin. He wanted to do one, and he's sort of given a little trailer of what that might be like at the start of this film. Personally, I love it. I want to see it. But, um, yeah. Anyway, love the film. 
have to watch it a couple of times. I've only got about 35 minutes of it on my phone, so I can't see it all. But um, <laughs> I, I quite enjoyed it. Quite enjoyed it. Followed the story from start to finish. Um, there didn't seem to be too many parts in it that I would hit skip, like the rest of the films. Um, everyone got their part. Everyone got their time. So you were pretty, yeah, pretty happy. Yeah, there was issues with it, of course. Um, submarines not transforming and such and just acting without talking but um yeah i i i didn't mind i don't i don't see the massive hate that uh i'm seeing and hearing about it so yay bay five let's go for bay seven <laughs> i don't even understand that how why there's the jump from five to seven but yeah because six is b Oh, the sixth film is B, but it's not going to actually be Transformers 6. Yeah, it is. It is. No. It's Transformers 6. Yeah, it is. Transformers 6, Bumblebee begins. <laughs> Awkward. Okay, um, let's move on. Let's, let, let's move on. We've kind, of done the, we've kind of done the last night discussions to death. So Yeah, that's it. There's only so listening. much you can say about that movie. Yeah, thanks for listening. That's, we're going to leave it here. Leave it behind. Um, okay, let's talk about some new acquisitions. Um, oh, Brad. Okie dokie. You, know, you know, I think you and Max actually have the same acquisitions. Really? Uh, the same acquisition mm. in my case. I oh, know. This, 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 this. Um, Fangry, the whole whole Comic-Con, I had these guys with sale on the booth for uh, 10 bucks. Young fellow, what one? I said, we'll sell these here. I'll get one wang on the way back. Got Fangry. Got Lino. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> it seems like a good name for it. Yeah. Yeah, that um, works. Lino, got them after, well, I got it before the last week's conversation, but you guys sort of sealed the deal when you were talking about the uh, last night and the uh, the score um, with the 1,500 license sales, 15,000, I should 15, say, 000, license yes. sales. Yeah. Um, I picked up the... Uh, last night's score on the Thursday um, just because hopefully, hopefully you bought the score to Transformers the last night and not um, that a movie called about last night no no it was Transformers last night um, I need to listen to it a lot more before I think of any uh, good songs also got the uh, Age of Extinction four track score for five bucks that was on there um which is sad. At least Autobots Unite is on there, which I think would be the top three or four of the movie scores, movie soundtracks anyway. So, hmm. um, yeah, that's um, that's me done. Max? Um, I'm going to get a big thing in MMC Calidus, but he hasn't been opened yet. So oh, Fair enough. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think we I think we had him on last week somehow. Yeah, you, you spoke very <laughs> highly of him, as I recall, so I'm looking forward to that. But yeah. I also got myself a Fangry, who's <laughs> one, of a, one of a nicer Titan Masters, I must say. His alt mode is, like, he turns into a weird dragon thing, and it doesn't make much sense at all. But then he's got a really nice head sculpt on the actual Titan Master, um, you can see right there, there's a green bit there. It looks dead on to Fangry. And then 
the sort of his other alternate mode is basically just straight up his G1 beast mode, the sort of walking winged wolf type thing, which is great. I'm, yeah, I'm really happy they sort of did a tiny little version of G1 Fangry. Hmm. And that's it for the that's it for the week. That's it. So we're going to go from the tiniest thing that one could acquire. <laughs> Do you need a hand? <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe this is kind of a two hand, a two person lift. So, oh my god! This is the uh, this is the Jinbao uh, knockoff oversized oversized Bruticus. The it's the knockoff of Warpatron Bruticus. Um, it's really nice in its combined form, and uh, like he, like he's got he's got this real hulking. Um, really strong look to him, and like you, you would not want to, you would not want to mess with this guy. Can't really say, can't really say the same about the individual bots. Um, the when, when I was uh, when I was assembling it the other night, um, Brawl can't stand up. He, like he, 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 the only way you can actually get Brawl to remain upright is to sort of have him bend forward and stick his arms forward so that it moves his center of gravity over his feet. Um, it's pretty disappointing. Because um, his spine doesn't straighten, does it? The spine on him? No, no, he's fine. It's just that his center of gravity is behind his oh, heel okay. support. Okay, that's how he'd have been forward. Okay. Yeah, so like he, yeah, that's that's why you end up having to bend him over yeah. just to get his center of gravity right. Um, no. Onslaught has never missed a shoulder day at the gym. <laughs> um, that's torso. That's torso mode day. Uh, yeah, but he's just, he's 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 very very sort of overbalanced at the top. Mm. The um, it's like blast off and vortex, pretty good. Um, there's a, there's a, there's a few really quite complicated things that have to move around to get these guys into into their um into their alt modes, and Swindle's probably one of the simpler, uh, probably one of the simpler figures, but he's also a bit of a shell former, so I was like. Mm. Whatever, fair enough. You sort of like you you um, fold up the fold up the car, fold his robot mode in, and then fold it down over it. But you know, um, yeah. I, I mean, overall, overall, he looks the part. The the individual bot modes, like I said, not that great, but um, yeah, the the combined form, fantastic. And uh, I got this guy, which I would have been threatening to get for for a little while. Um, the IDW. Uh, the RDW repaint Megatron for the last night in these fantastic um, black, purple, and gold colors. Um, really, really like the figure. I mean, I, I really like the mold that it's based on, and so I really like the uh, really like the resulting figure as well. You expressed your love for it countless times before. Now you've uh, brought the Red Rose and taken it on a date. Yeah, and I got to say, it is totally not worth forty dollars. Oh, it didn't. It didn't pay. For, it didn't pay for the night. Uh, nope. It ordered the lobster. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah. Just, I can't uh, have been the no, only just, one to say this to you. Hmm. That it's not worth forty dollars. No, but like, how else am I going to get it? Because it's a Toys R Us exclusive. So whatever. Yeah, risk of price drop. Um, on the on the on the upsize, Bruticus. I. He also oh, just okay. fell over, so whatever. <laughs> Heard that. <laughs> um, uh, it's, it's the combiner. I hope with um, what we're seeing out of the new, whoever it was, and I can't believe this wasn't in the news, um, the Menasaur 
with MotorMaster, like having uh, X, whole... X, X Transports. Is it, is it X Transports or is it the Transform Mission MotorMaster? It might be uh, they're both doing one now. Are they? Yeah. Well, but I don't think X Transports showed their MotorMaster. But just including the bot, like the whole trailer, um, even with that one, it's still Onslaught looks too small in torso mode. It's almost like the four Cybertron Bruticus, where it's just a guy with big gloves and big boots. Um, and that's that's more so because of just especially the feet. We've just got the cars sitting there in car mode as the big blocks for feet. Oh, so that's sort of that's sort of also the case with uh, also the case with this guy. Basically, you you put the yeah you put the guys into their alt modes and then you sort of flip a couple of panels. Yeah, up and yeah. Like what, hips... what I actually what I actually like about this guy for um, connecting up the things is they actually lock in. Yeah. Um, which is quite good because so that is not going to fall off because mm. there's actually a loop in there that this this guy's combined around. Um, if anything, what what will probably fall off is actually the connector to the um, the connector to the main body. But that's also sort of like ratchet, not ratcheted. It's it's sort of it's joined in. Um, yeah, it's not it's not just sitting there with friction. So yeah, mm, no, yeah. it just feels like where you're holding it now on the, the like the knee to the hip just needs to be like more mass there. It just seems. Oh, look, yeah, fair enough, but um, I, like I guess it's a problem with the original design too, right? Well, exactly. G one, the legs no, are no, all the no, same I mean, size. The design is Warbitron, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, so he sort of like, I don't know, yeah, he, he because he's got so many parts and so many things that hold and tab together. Like, you do have to be a little bit careful posing him, but. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm I'm happy with it. I'm I'd love to get one. I'm look, still looking to get one anyway. I mean, given the prices you see him going for nowadays, it's worst case scenario you sell it off for what you paid. And I, look, yeah, um, I mean, it's a it's a K over third party. It's a fourth party combiner. The <laughs> um, like the plastic's not as good as the originals. It's been oversized. Like there are things that there are things that change when you um, when you oversize some things. So um, yeah, it's not the first time Jin Bao's done an oversized combiner. They also did a uh, an oversized KO of um, MMC's Feral Rex as well. Um, yeah, it's just um, yeah, he's all right. He'll sit he'll sit on a shelf and look good. So yeah, that's all you need him to do, right? Yep. That's what he's for. Just a bit. It's about right. Um, trying to think. I think that's. I think those are the only uh, the only things I have acquired this week. Yeah. Do need to talk a little bit about uh, Transformers Collectors Club Australia membership, Brad. Do you want to take I'll that away? I'm going to through this quickly. Um, yes, membership year. Let's start again. July memberships. Paid and proud membership base level is $5. Warrior membership levels $30. Or if you're in the family, you can get a uh, family pass for $65, which includes two of each of the below. All the full full details are on the website, transformerscca.com. Head over there, uh, the pin post on the group. Um, everything's there to find out. Um, and we're also about to hit 2,500 social members in the group. Um, we're about to have a giveaway when we hit that uh, I've got a Powermaster Prime, which I think this is Jin Roy. Jin Roy. <sighs> That's late. Takara Jin, <laughs> Takara Jin Roy, which is the uh, Powermaster Prime. 
um, we're going to give away. So stay tuned in the group for that. Awesome. Breath. <laughs> that is that is about it. Uh, look, uh, that's the end of the podcast. Um, we've been we've been going for a good good hour and a bit. So um, yeah, hope you enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. Uh, we are produced by Transformers Collectors Club Australia. You can find us at transformerscca.com and you'll find links there for the Facebook group, the Twitter account, the YouTube channel, the podcast, all, all sorts of stuff. But uh, come and join us. Um, if you are listening to the podcast and you're not in the Facebook group, then, yeah, um, we'd, uh, we'd love to meet you in our, in our Facebook you discussion. Win some bots. Yeah, you might win some bots. Who knows? <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, we will be back next week. Do it all again. See you guys. Actually, so we ended up talking a little bit about Fangry on last week's podcast because uh, Fangry had a rather momentous impact on Lost Light number seven. But uh, that discussion is in the previous episode, uh, and you missed it, Max. I missed it. I glossed. I glossed over all that. You missed the Lost Light episode. Uh, the Lost Light discussion. Anyway, I, um, I, I don't. Yeah, I, no, I was definitely there. Were you? Yeah, we're talking. We had Mikey. Oh, yeah, you were. You were. Yeah, there. it was me, you, and Mikey. Yeah, and Will. Will was there as well. For some reason, I thought there was someone else, not you. Anyway. Brad, you're going to have to scroll scroll quieter with your mouse. Oh, really? Yes. I was nervous scrolling. Okay. That wasn't one. actually good. Yeah. We might, need, we might need to get you a fidget spinner. Oh, there's two of you somewhere. <laughs> That's all right. I've got fangry. I'll just I'll just fangry. Yeah, just transform fangry, fangry away from the microphone.